Yo, yo, what up, what up? Welcome to the WTF Should I Do With My Life podcast, or as you may be calling it, WTF Have You Been, homie? And uh, this is the place that we talk about how to live with the most fulfillment and success on your own terms and how to navigate the current challenges of our culture, our society, and all the craziness happening out in the world and deep inside of us. And how do we ultimately use the challenges to strengthen our own inner game and create a life that feels like it's worth living at the deepest, most fulfilled level. So uh, I want to dedicate today's podcast to Courtney, who uh, just asked me, what did she say in her email? She said, uh, I know you're busy, but I'd love for you to get a podcast up. So here it is, Courtney. Um, thank you for the nudge of inspiration. I don't think I would be recording this right now if you hadn't dropped me that email. And I have been working deeply with a group of about 60 people on how to master their inner game. And it's amazing to come together in you know community and to share the depths of what we're feeling and and um, some of our own insecurities, but ultimately in the name of creating a life that we are energized and living with a sense of aliveness and authenticity. And so we're uh, we are rocking it, and people are already you know stepping up, developing more courage, doing some crazy ass shit that I won't. I won't share too much of right here. But nonetheless, I did want to record a podcast and kind of drop some jewels and see how I can support you, the person who apparently is listening to my podcast in your whip, which means car, if you're not familiar with 90s hip-hop slang, which my coach wasn't. So your whip means car. So if you're listening in your car or you know at the gym or wherever you are on the way to work, um, I wanted to you know share with you a concept that has really uh, application no matter where you are in life. And this is one of the most powerful concepts I've come across in the last year. And it's a concept that I'm continuing to strive to utilize and embody. And when you really get this concept, it opens you up to not just an incremental upgrade, this is an exponential upgrade. And that means that you're currently living in one reality, one way of viewing life. And the more that you start to grasp this theory, this concept, and to utilize it and use this framework, this kind of mindset shift, uh, then the more that you multiply the improvement in your life. It's not just a slight shift. This is a multiplier shift. And that's why I'm choosing out of all the 17 topics that I know of, I'm joking, but uh, you know, all, all the topics that I know of, like this is the one that I'm choosing to share with you. It's just profound and we're going to jump into it. So I've spoken about this before, but it's worth a revisit. Anything worth saying is worth repeating. And so I'm going to repeat this. If you've heard it before, I really invite you to distinguish between knowing and doing, between learning and applying, because theory is... Um, theory is basic spirituality and application is advanced spirituality. Whether you're spiritual or not, it doesn't really matter. But nonetheless, when you get this concept, you know, things start to feel more easy, like you get greater results that you couldn't possibly imagine how they would have happened. And I'm going to, I'm going to go through it with you right now. 
So the concept is called, called the four levels of consciousness. And I learned this from a guy named Peter. What the hell is Peter's last name? Holy shit. Peter. God damn it. I'm actually looking on my internet, on my Chrome browser right now, because I know that he's in here, this guy, Peter Sage, there it is, and Peter Sage was one of Tony Robbins' uh, head trainers for 15 years or so, and um, this is a concept that he adapted from a book, I believe, called Power Versus Force by David Hawkins. I know that he's a fan of David's work, and essentially he talks about the the model four levels of consciousness. I'm going to explain the four levels of consciousness, um, how to know which phase you're in, and how to upgrade to the next phase to create exponentially more results in your life. So phase number one is called, uh, level one of consciousness is called victim consciousness. And essentially, this is where when you experience life, it's like life is happening to me. I am just a byproduct of the world at large, whatever's happening in the government or in the economy. Life is just happening. And you know what? I got to make the best of life. And there's not really not much I can do about it. I just hope for the best and pray I win the lottery. And God damn it. Why doesn't anything work out the way I really want it to work out? Right? It's kind of that energy to it. Victim consciousness. It's like I am being victimized in some way on some level by life. And uh, the best way to know if you're living in this consciousness is to notice if you find yourself blaming other people. That's the quickest way to identify am I in level one consciousness, victim consciousness, is that I'm blaming people, circumstances, you know, external factors, right? Or, or even myself to some degree, right? Even I'm blaming myself. Um, and, you know, victim consciousness is okay. You can survive in it, but who the hell just wants to survive? Like, we want to live with maximal fulfillment and authenticity and aliveness and purpose. And that's the game that we're playing at Sensify. That's the game that I'm dedicating my life to. And there's points when I'm doing better at that game. And there's points when I'm not so effective in that game. But nonetheless, that's that's the game worth playing. So victim consciousness, at some point, you get fed up and you realize there's got to be another way. And, uh, and so that brings us to level two consciousness, which is creator consciousness. And creator consciousness is um, where essentially you recognize, you know what? I'm not going to wait around to win the lottery. I'm going to get my ass a job. I'm going to go make some money. I'm going to do something about this. And if I'm only making a certain amount of money in my life and I want to make more, well, I'm going to take some bold, courageous action and I'm going to figure out how to make more money. I'm going to take some risks. I'm going to take ownership of my situation and uh, I'm going to do what I need to do to to hit my goal, to achieve, to get results. You know, this kind of hustler language, this uh, this a- ambition, this let's get it done. Excuse me while I take a sip of my organic kombucha. I'm such a life coach. Look at me. Okay. So um, nonetheless, uh, this is really effective. It's really powerful. And I think if you're listening to this podcast on some level, you've had an experience where you decided, 
I'm going to set this goal. I'm going to go for it. And you hit that goal. And I'm sure there's been times when you haven't, but sometimes you have. And that's really, you know, what this level of consciousness is. And it's way more powerful than just victim consciousness. So how do you go from level one consciousness to level two? How do you go from victim consciousness to creator consciousness where you feel empowered and you feel like, you know, I'm going to take control of my life? Um, it's quite simple. I didn't say it was easy, but it's simple. And the way that you do it is by giving up blame, meaning that you stop blaming and you replace blame with personal responsibility. So you have to give up blame and replace it with personal responsibility. So no complaining, no blaming, none of this victim kind of, you know, energy of, oh, poor me, I'm a martyr, life is happening to me, you know, um, instead of life is happening to me, we, we turn it into life is happening by me, right? This is creator consciousness. And I mean, I've... I've shifted there. We've sh- I think if you're listening to this, you've definitely had moments where you've shifted there and it's super powerful. You really get to create some amazing results in your life. Now, however, what's the problem with creator consciousness? You might be like, Jacob, dude, you just sold me on creator consciousness. Now you're going to tell me there's a problem with it? Well, there's not a problem with it per se, but there is a higher level of game playing in life that we can we can rock and that's what i call level three consciousness or what peter sage calls level three consciousness because the problem with level two is that at some point this you know obsessive goal setting or results achieving or i'm gonna create what i want will lead to most likely burnout stress exhaustion feeling depleted and ultimately just not, you know, loving life. You may be getting some results, but you're not living at the highest level of joy and fun and um, even results. There's even a higher level of results that you can get. It's kind of like you're trying to force something to work oftentimes in level two consciousness. And because you're a creator, you're like, fuck that. I'm going to make this shit work. I'm going to do whatever it takes. So level... Level three consciousness is what's called um, co-creator consciousness. And this is about letting go of the obsessive need to make shit work the way that we envisioned it, that the, you know we wanted it to work, and instead starting to notice what's happening in life and how do we create with what life is presenting to us. So this phase is, is about what we call alignment. How do you align with life? How do you, because when you, when you align with life, it's a smooth ride. When, you, when you're in a boat and you align with the water, with the waves, it's a, it's a gliding that happens and you actually use the momentum of the water, of the wind, and you let that wind you know, guide your sail in a way where it's smooth. Instead of, you know, okay, I'm committed to going north, and if there's these crazy-ass waves that are coming from that direction, I'm just going to crash into them, and that can be level two consciousness oftentimes. So level three consciousness is about co-creating with life, noticing here's what's happening, and here's the way that I'm going to uh, 
I'm going to use what's happening. I'm going to flow with it. I'm going to, you know, this is the level where you kind of walk over to the door and the door opens before you can put your hand on it. Like opportunities present themselves. You get chances. You, you see possibilities that you couldn't possibly see if you were so rigidly focused on what it was that, you know, you were initially setting as a goal. So how do you go from level two consciousness to level three consciousness? Well, again, there's something you have to let go of and there's something you got to replace it with. And the thing that you want to let go of is, can we get a drum roll here, Dr. Dre? If I had Dr. Dre on my team, I would be like, yo, Dre, hit me with a drum roll right now because I'm about to drop it on these fools. But I don't have Dre, so I'm just going to tell you instead what you need to do here. So the way that you go from level two consciousness to level three is that you, we want to let go of the need for control. God damn it, Jacob. Let go of the need for control. Motherfucker. Yeah, I know. No one likes to hear it, right? No one likes to hear it. And replace it with trust. Oh, God. Really? Fuck this podcast. I'm out of here. What else? What's Tim Ferriss talking about today? Oh, Jacob Sokol. What the hell is this guy? He doesn't know anything anyway. I know, right? It's like annoying to hear. Oh, replace it with trust. But how do I trust? How do I know for certain that I, I can trust? Okay. Um, so when we do this, when we let go of the need for control and we embrace it with trust, we start to find a flow. And this is w- where the land of coincidences happen, the land of synchronicity, the land of, as Joseph Campbell, the mythologist expert, mythology expert says, you know, when you follow your bliss, doors will appear where there were only walls. And that's what he was talking about. This level of consciousness, this embarking on the hero's journey to live in alignment with kind of what life is showing you. And like sometimes life shows you shit through unfortunate circumstances. Like I got dengue fever a year ago and, you know, there was a certain... um there's a certain message I got from that, you know, and, and actually leading up to, to dengue fever, I had a really challenging few weeks and, you know, it was life's way of trying to show me, hey, it's time for you to change your approach here. It's time for you to not try to force the old way that you were doing things and to be open to creating something new or trying it in a different way or bringing on new support into your team or letting go of, uh, of an expectation that I was hoping for. And as a result of that, I created the inner game immersion, which you haven't heard me shut up about in the last few months, uh, because it was so amazing last year when I ran it. And that would have never happened unless I was open to this level three consciousness of letting go of control, of needing to control the way I was doing things, and replacing it with a um, replacing it with a trust that okay, it's time to do something in a new way. And what are the what are the signs that I'm seeing here? Not the signs like Jacob, you're not enough or you're an idiot, like no disempowering signs, but the signs of like, okay, what, what am I curious about? What could work? How can I test this? Let's, does this feel like there's a sense of ease and flow and things just somehow are um, appearing. And I know it can be really frustrating if you're not, you know, living in that, in that place. And listen, I'm not living in this place all the time or even most of the time by any means. So 
these are models that I'm sharing with you because, you know, these are super relevant to, to where I am. And, uh, but I invite you to look at, you know, where do you spend the majority of your time? Is it victim consciousness of blaming and complaining? Um, when do you slip into that consciousness? Right. Uh, and then also, or do you spend it in creator consciousness really like, Hey, I'm committed to my goals and I'm going to make it happen no matter what it takes. And what percentage of time do you spend in in co-creator consciousness, which is like, Hey, you know, I see that there may be a better way to do things than I initially thought. And I'm open to that. And let's see if maybe it makes sense to, you know, adjust the direction or change the goal or create something even better than I initially imagined. And I'm not going to try to force or control anything because my okayness is not dependent on a particular outcome here. So that's it. I'm going to leave you hanging and not share with you the fourth level of consciousness. No, I can't do that now. Shit, I got to tell you guys. So the fourth level of consciousness is what is called, um, what does he call it? Fourth level of consciousness is basically like what ancient ancient religions and, and um, wise texts would call like enlightenment. And uh, level four consciousness is basically, it's like when we realize that everything is connected and we are all part of like oneness, right? I don't want to get too mystical here, but that's what, that's what we're talking about. So yeah, so it's, it's oneness, it's enlightenment. And to get to level four consciousness, you need to let go of the illusion of separation and replace it with unconditional love. And I think we've all had, you know, moments of this, whether we can describe it or not in, in our cognitive capacity with words, I think we've all tasted the feeling of this at some point when your breath gets taken away from you because of a beautiful sunset, or you look into a child's eyes and time stands still, or you feel the feeling of love with a significant other, or whatever it is, we, we have glimpses of this experience. And on some level, I think this is what we're all chasing. This is what we're all after is the knowingness that we are whole and complete exactly as we are. And anything that stands in the way of us feeling that is just some type of societal shame that we've inherited deep in our psyche. And it just exists in our collective. And that when we are connected to our wholeness and our completeness, our completeness feeling like we are enough, right? When we're connected to that deep truth, um, it enables us to connect with others and to connect with the rest of life and the rest of people in an unrestricted, unfiltered, unified way. And, you know, maybe this is just beautiful poetry or maybe this is horrible, horrible poetry that I'm saying right now, but um, this is something that, you know, I found to be true and I invite you to just check in and kind of notice if you've ever tasted a glimpse of this or when you hear this, does it resonate with you? Is there a part of you that says, ma'am, well, I don't really know exactly how to explain that, but it kind of feels true to some degree. Or maybe I have a lot of resistance to it on the other hand. Maybe I'm like, fuck that, that, that can't be true. And either way, I would say if there's a lot of resistance there that, um, that is also a sign that there's something here for you as well. So what that thing is, I don't know. Maybe you can, um, 
do some exploration with a coach or with someone who's a, a conscious friend. Um, but these are the different levels of consciousness. And I invite you as you go along in your day to just notice where are you spending your time and how can you up level from, from one level to the next. And, and that's my spiel. You know, I, I wasn't planning on recording a podcast right now, but uh, thank you for the great email. And uh, I am, I'm excited to share Courtney. And then coming up in the future, guys, we've got some really exciting things on tap. Um, I'm so deep, um, deeply immersed in delivering the the program that I'm I've currently created. Um, but I'm so pumped for the path that we have ahead of us in the next few months, years, and and decades. I'm I'm committed to this work for the rest of my life, and I'll, I'm sure I'll iterate the way that I do it and improve and evolve, and and it may take a different face, but at the essence of it. It's about helping people live with the most fulfillment and authenticity and, um, and, and recognition of wholeness and okayness and all the stuff related to that. So um, new content coming definitely in the near future. I'm going to be putting together some opportunities for us to connect in person as well, which will be exciting. And thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you want to shoot me an email, jacob at sensify.com, feel free. Short and sweet is hard to beat. You will get the quickest reply from me if it's a short email. And uh, sending you lots of love. Thanks for rocking with us on this journey. And uh, I feel like I should have like some catchphrase outro slogan. Go out there and fucking make it worth it. But that shit just sounds corny. So do whatever the hell you want to do. It's your life to live. That was that was kind of all right. I kind of rock with that. And nonetheless, uh, have a great rest of your day. All right, yo. Peace.